All right, guys, we're Woo! back. Ag- Jesus, we're back Woo! again uh, for another episode of the Film Fucks. You know, it's been a little bit. Um, it's been today, a hot it's been a hot minute, and by that we mean it's been about two weeks. So hell yeah! Now That's we know what exactly. A hot minute. Yeah. Is. It's when two an- weeks for us. When anybody Fortnite. says a hot minute, they're talking about for Fortnite. Yeah. So Fortnite. Yeah, are kids still playing that? I hope so. I think so. It's the new Pokemon, right? Sure. That's when are they gonna yeah. add Pokemon to Fortnite? They have Thanos and Godzilla in it. That honestly, the Thanos DLC thing or it whatever it was, sweet, right? it was more fun than any other part of the game because Hey, smashing stuff in that game is actually fun. Yeah. But not playing it, it's not fun. No, it's not. But once you get like the Thanos powers, it's just like so like Why you have they to be, just make that a game? I don't know. But you just have to be an Come idiot. On Marvel. You'd have to be an idiot to do it. Okay, so guys, this week on the Film Fucks, Ooh. we are going to be reviewing. It's going our back in time. what our third this throwback, is our fourth rewind, a rewind. Rugrats, yeah. Road Warrior, Princess Bride. We don't count that one. Oh and yeah, now, you mean Trolls One? Trolls One. <laughs> Trolls One. Uh, and yeah, our fourth rewind. We'll be doing Who the Framed classic, Roger Rabbit. Yeah, the yeah, noir the classic cartoon classic. Yep. And so uh, what we thought we'd start this off with, so Carl is being very silent today because he's not here. Because he's not here. He so didn't see the film. Yeah, but he you didn't know see how these intros go. Yeah, he didn't Sorry, see the Grant. film, so we're going to call Carl, Carl. We got you. Yeah, Carl has become the new Grant because for some reason he didn't see this film. So here we go. Yeah, for some reason. Yeah. Let's see how he does. If he doesn't do great, we're just going <laughs> to call Grant. We're gonna no call, pressure, Carl. No pressure, Carl. <laughs> better answer too you know us we never cut anything hey carl hey buddy how's it going you're on the podcast yeah you're on the podcast so (laughs) yeah we thought we'd ask you uh how did you what did you think of who framed roger rabbit like quick review yeah quick review slash summary you know well i i liked how the movie incorporated cartoons and humans Okay. Um, yeah. I did appreciate the adult jokes that were in it because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the first time that I watched uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, you know, um, I was a child, so, you know, it, it went over my head. But watching it as, a, as an adult, I really appreciated it. Yeah. Um, but uh, other than that, uh, I thought it was a okay movie, a- you know. By okay, I'd you give mean it like perfect a perfect film, right? Carl? Yeah, by okay, you mean perfect, like five stars. Five five no, stars. I'd I'd give it like a like a three and a half. Okay, so you get uh, you give really a fucking a blowjob. Who came out to rabbit? You want to give a fucking three with all the sex you threw into a three and a half? No, you're <laughs> dumbass. Yes. Give it a four, you, you ding ding. Hey, sexual innuendo <laughs> does not warrant a, a bump three and a half. It does yeah. not warrant a bump up of, of score. That's ridiculous. It gets at least a six. You horn dogs. Get out of here. Get out of here, you horn dogs. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was um. Nope. It started oh, off wow. a little slow. Grant's a little more of a showman, but yeah. That's true. No, like and really brought it in at the end, just like this movie. Yeah, this is the and it was also the first introduction to Tam to Tammy, Tammy Rivers. Yay. So uh, yeah, I think we might try and get her on the podcast. We don't know That's what a movie. Good idea. Yeah, yeah, she'll be the new Carl. Yeah, she'll be the new Carl. Carl will just be in hell for, uh, <laughs> permanently. Oh, 
Um, like yeah. So, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Like, it's a it's a classic of my childhood. Yeah. I think Wally, you yeah, agree. Most people's childhood, most people, like millennials, as far as millennials are concerned, it's like, yeah, it's one of those things you go back and you hear about so many people saying that like our cartoons had a lot of like adult innuendos. This is all over the place. And yeah. When you watch it as an adult, it's not even trying to hide it. Yep. Um. But yeah, like as, as a kid, it would go straight over your head. And I feel that's very in tune with like the 40s aesthetic that they're going. What, mm-hmm. that it goes over your head? Well, that it's not necessarily meant f- for kids only. That it's, oh, see, it's, I, would, I would argue that it's not meant for kids at all. <laughs> I would argue we'll that, that just because we'll we <laughs> just because there's cartoons doesn't mean that it's for kids. That's true. Sausage Party, the ultimate well, kids Well, yeah, movie. Sausage Party, definitely not a kids movie. Um, what was it? The Happy Time Murders, definitely not a kids movie. <laughs> yeah, but that, yeah, I, that is okay. <laughs> I see the point you're making, but with this, it's not just the adult innuendos. There's like, there's enough whimsy that we've associated like with kids movies, like in this movie. That I feel like it is more of a family film. Yeah, it's Ooh. a darker family film. Like it goes with the whole like noir aesthetic and just like the nineteen forties in general. Like they would not make this movie like they did in the eighties. Like now, like it's not a. I, I would say it's not a PC friendly no, movie at all. Well, what um, I would say is this movie. It came out in nineteen eighty eight. Like it's. Okay. It's not, I would argue, it's not a kid's movie. It's not for kids who were born in the 80s or the late 70s. It's for the mm. parents of those kids who... But the kids, wa- who grew would you up- say the kids could go see no. this movie? No, I, I think that okay. would, that's like an inappropriate thing for a kid. To, I mean, there's enough... I mean, the guy gets melted at the end. That's pretty hard. And crushed, and then he like re Like, it's graphic, but it's... It's, it's still cartoony. Doesn't matter. That's like it's saying so Family Guy's for kids. It's not. No, South no, no, Park is no, not for no, kids. It's the no, same. No, I'm gonna argue the re- with that. no, Wally. That <laughs> yeah. stuff is not for kids. It's the just family not. Family Guy is not for kids for sure, but it's because they swear. There's a bunch of like but the thing is, adult things happening. Yeah, he gets flattened like a cartoon character. But the thing is, it's, the cartoon characters they're referencing aren't from the 80s. They're from the 50s. They're from when the parents of the kids that were born during the time when they would be growing up in the 80s. Did you also grow up with like. Daffy Duck, Bugs Bunny, no. all the Looney Tunes. I never watched the Looney Tunes. The only time oh, I really? ever saw them was in Space Jam. Yeah. Okay, because I did grow up with the Looney Tunes. <laughs> well, yeah, but that doesn't mean... Um, that doesn't like necessarily cartoon, mean... Well, it's referencing... Mm, or it's mm, it's yeah. referencing all these things from the 50s and 60s, yeah. which the audience well, for 40s, that in yeah, the 1980s would be, would be older. They would be like 30s to 40s. I think with those movies, those like um, those cartoons and those movies have really crossed generations. Like most people, at least understand the concept of Dumble. Whether or not you've seen like the whole thing, like Dumbo's in this movie, people understand like Daffy Duck and Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Um, but and event, yeah. Originally, those were like more family uh, well, friendly I- characters. See, um, I would argue that Bugs Bunny, like the Looney Tunes, are a little less family friendly than a yeah, Dumbo than a or Disney, a Disney yeah. or something like that. So I can understand if it was like a solid Disney movie, 
But is like, this a Disney or Warner Brothers? I it's Warner Brothers, but remember, I think you said that they bought, they were able to like get the like I think image rights for. Around. I think it's Disney, and they had they got the rights for uh, for the Warner Brothers characters, and they're like the way to make it work. They had to have like Daffy Duck and Donald Duck like had the exact amount of screen time, and that's the same with Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny. You think it was I Disney? I believe that, it was that'd be Disney. an interesting. Yeah, then I might argue that it was. It was a little more of a. I think it yeah, is like, meant to be a family mood, but it's a very wink, wink. Look at what we can do because of the '40s aesthetic. Yeah, okay. yeah. I just That's, yeah I. Because yeah, I, I guess can, we're getting like all the controversial stuff about this movie out of the way. First, um, well, I just. There's just such a like there's such a like sexual sexual um undertone to all these like yeah the hard boiled detective like el- noir things like also, um like we could get into the styles of the different characters like um they made Roger Rabbit and Jessica Rabbit more of like kind of Tex Avery characters yeah and so those so there's this yeah cartoon called Little Red Hot Riding Hood, which was the yeah, little Red Hot, Hot Riding, Riding Hood, Hood was supposed to be an update of obviously you know the Little Red Riding story. It was a Tex Avery story where like she's a singer in a in a lounge and like the that's where you, if you remember in the movie like The Mask, like he's howling like a wolf. Yeah, it's that's like an homage to that. that. Yeah. Okay. So those are what Roger Rabbit and like Jessica Rabbit were like, especially like kind of framed off of. But they really wanted to exaggerate Jessica Rabbit to a point where they're like, we don't want to make her too grotesque. I, th- I saw some <laughs> I other know, drawings of where they almost went, and I think they <laughs> struck a happy medium, all things considered. Really? Yes. From where they were going to go? That seems she, insane she considering no what she waist, looks like. But they were just gonna, she was literally going to just be boobs on a stick, <laughs> pretty much, which she still kind of is. <laughs> I want to see these because that seems ridiculous. Um, because I would, I would say she's like such a aggressive caricature, such a like yes. insane sexualized thing that. And that was the I point. Don't know. Like, they even like make fun of that, like in the movie. But yeah, like I don't know. Even with age, you could get away with so much more. I know, like I guess the theatrical <laughs> release of this movie when they when they're in that car, Benny, and they like crash, and she's like falling out of the car. You get an upskirt view of her, and apparently she's not wearing panties. They cut Jesus. that out of the VHS like DVD version. Well, yeah, because I think there's like I think in the eighties and seventies you could show like breasts but, like yeah, in, and then in like PG movies. In movie. yeah. yeah, that's true. And it's like PG is meant to be like for slightly older kids. Like See, it's not you even. Also, so you're saying this isn't like a family movie. You got to consider like what other family movies were coming out at this time. You had stuff like the Goonies, which, <coughs> but that follows a, like a that follows a bunch of kids doing something like that's the thing is that like, there's no True. kids in this movie. There's just True. adult, adult car. Even the I, baby talks like a man and slaps women on their butts okay i could see like i don't i don't feel that kids would this would interest kids you don't think this could get kids in like into noir what what kid when they're like really little is like oh i really want to i really want to like i feel there were so many like 
again, to go off just cartoons, but, I can't really think of any specifically, but there was always that detective episode. Like, noir is, like, heavily in, right in our culture as just some sort of genre that at least kids would have been exposed to at some point. But they understand th- the idea of the hard-boiled detective. Like, See, that's why I feel like when... Did you play detectives when you were kids? I never did. I mean, well, the most I did Diego, was on... Where's Carmen Sandiego? That was a detective. Yeah, game. but that was like 80s, too. That was that was a little before our time, wasn't it? I don't they think... They came out with, like, computer games of it, and I oh, remember God. playing that pretty young. Yeah, I guess, like, like those, this, this those pictures mystery, where you had to... Like, yeah. Like, that's, like, I used to get so pumped when my mom was like, I can't find my keys, and I would just, like, go around and dig around for it, but I was never, like, I'm playing detective. I'm like, oh, I'm finding this thing. So, like, I, (laughs) I, I think that's another, like, outdated thing. It's like playing cowboys and Native American, or Indians, but, like, that's, I don't see any kids playing that, but it's something that. We're really looking at this with, like, a 2019 perspective. What do you mean? On this film. I'm looking at it from like what what it's invoking in its attempt to show nostalgia and kind of subvert nostalgia. And the stuff that's kind of it's trying to do is like it's nostalgia for things from the 50s and 60s and maybe even the 40s and 30s a little bit. It's like I feel with animation, though, like it ends up kind of being timeless. When you add the animation factor in that, no, but no, like no, no, no. But it's in it's like the hard boiled detective thing, the very, like noir, the that. But it's also like these cartoons that are stylized that like came about in the fifties and sixties. Like yeah. it's it's invoking it's stuff from a from the childhoods and early adolescence of. The people in the eight, the late eighties, who would be having kids. Like, yes, I understand why kids were shown this. It's because their parents wanted to see it. But would you feel that way about like Pokemon nowadays? That feels like more it's like uh, our generation. But Pokemon was never but, like there. I mean, the the worst like innuendo it got was Brock just being a little horny. Like it uh, was there I'm wasn't. About- about like the Detective Pikachu movie because that's like the 2019 version of this movie. Yeah, but there wasn't. It's not like there's innuendo in that. At least not that I can recall. I feel like, like it was pretty. With Ryan Reynolds, I'm sure there was. He was talking so fucking fast. I didn't See, get he... every joke he said. I'm sure there. It was a PG pushing Ryan Reynolds in that. He made. He just so made a lot of jokes. like coffee jokes and like. like it's like stupid it's kind of like dumb like pc ryan reynolds stuff like it didn't it wasn't like deadpool it's not like deadpool in pikachu's body even when when we watched it though i I thought we well i thought we both agreed that it was more of a like a darker family film yeah it was but i i wouldn't i don't necessarily think like what i i don't know because I think the one thing that, like, is lost to me in Who Frames Roger Rabbit is, like, there's no, like, I think family was the major thing in this movie. There's no family uh, in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, and Detective Pikachu. Sorry. Okay. Like, it's it's family-oriented. Yeah, well, that can just segue us into the logline. So, the logline for this movie is, a hard-boiled detective is down on his luck, and he... 
is able to rekindle his heart and humor through a case of the title, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Through that... Wait, what? Hold on, walk that back to me, because that was a long and kind of confusing... What, it wasn't the best what's log the logline? Okay, we'll say a down-on-his-luck, hard-boiled de- detective uh, okay. gets his heart and humor back through solving the case of the title of the film, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? That's his okay, like, yeah, I wouldn't add the, the title I, of the film, but as solving the case of who... Yeah, just say... Solving the case... Because by, sol- by solving the case of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, a hard-boiled detective regains his sense of fun and... Sense of... Yeah, fun. Yeah, fun, fun and family, and I guess. Yeah. I, yeah. I wouldn't say there's a lot of heart in this movie. Like, it seemed I like the tunes yeah. and the tunes getting Toontown was a... Like, pit, it was, was supposed to be like the, like, oh, this is the, like... That's the... Yeah, the feel-good moment, but I didn't give I a shit about him. <laughs> and I absolutely agree with you <laughs> with that. But like the good moment for me is like there's ve- they're very subtle at foreshadowing what Eddie Valiant once was. He was a clown. Like him and his brother, they were clowns together. They performed. He was a circus performer, and that shows at the very what? end. Yeah, in he was picture, a cop. He was a cop, but he would also like they showed him dress up as a clown. Yeah, those old like, pictures. Yeah, so he, he had this sense of fun. Who he had maybe in like a different career, he was like. Yeah, it's like a loss, a, a loss of innocence and a return of innocence, sort of. Because like yeah. it's like a child, because yeah. that's what Toontown is. It's like a childlike innocence. So, <laughs> but it's wrapped I, in this yeah hard but I didn't, exterior, but like it, it has that childlike innocence that comes back to you. But it, it's not like at the end I'm like, oh yeah, this is what's happening. No, like. I felt that way when, like, he was, he's finally being, being silly and he also becomes a cartoon character. Like, he gets his head stuck, like, in the light and he just, like, yeah, zaps. Up, like, just like a cartoon character. And, yeah, in that moment, it's like, okay, he's found his sense of fun again. He's doing that to, you see, he does have well, But he's the, not doing it for fun. He's doing it to kill people. <laughs> like, all doing, the, like, comedy stuff yeah. he's doing at the end, he's doing yeah. it to kill the, the weasels. It's still funny, <laughs> Yeah, I guess, but yeah. it doesn't it doesn't feel like like he still talks with that gruff accent. He doesn't change it all and then they just walk into Toontown. <laughs> no, you forget he kisses Roger Rabbit at the end. Oh my Come god, on. what? That's the classic he kisses Roger Rabbit. Men kissing men cuz it's the 40s and it's <laughs> funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> men kissing men, how outrageous. How outrageous. Yeah, um, again, another Another thing to date this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that... Like just so the actor, Bob Hoskins, who plays Eddie Valiant, yes. like, he does such an amazing job. Like, I feel he really carries this movie. Like, even as a kid, I'm not going to lie, like, I wasn't the biggest f- fan of Roger. I did find him just kind of annoying. Yeah. Even, like, as a kid, I was like, why isn't, like, Bugs Bunny in this role? I'm like, it's also a rabbit. Why not just have Bugs Bunny? And then, you know, you grow up and you're like, oh, they had to make a different character, obviously, for this. And it's based on the book. But Bugs Bunny is also super annoying. Like, he's just an annoying dude that just fucks with people. You've admitted on this podcast you haven't watched Looney Tunes, He right? fucks with people. Look so, at his, like, what is it? The, what, Elmer? No, who's the guy? The Elmer hunter. Fu- oh, my God. The hunter guy. That's not Elmer Fudd. You just, oh, my gosh. 
Ryan, it is Elmer Fudd. It is? Oh, I See, no, I'm thinking of Porky. I'm I'm thinking of Porky Pig. Of but he yeah. just fucks with people. That's his entire shtick. This character, though, like, he is the analog for Goofy in this movie. And they Roger even, Rabbit? Roger Rabbit is the analog for Goofy in this movie. They even showed that, like, he does silly, like, he, he's, like, yeah, cause hurts doesn't himself, he... like, like, incidentally. He's more of that character. Yeah. They have, yeah, they have, um... Doesn't he have a thing where he says something about how Goofy's, like, like Goofy Goofy's yet. a two-bit Goofy... hack or something? I think they say, I think he says that. I think he's, someone else says that or that he's like joking about. No, like they go to the theaters and he like, he loves Goofy. He idolizes Goofy. That's the character he wants to be. That's his analog. Oh, By I thought he end, said Goofy didn't have any, it's like Goofy didn't have any, like, he, Goofy was missing that. something that he said, but it no, was no, just no, no, him no. and. He, he liked Goofy by the end, like. Jessica Rabbit's like, Roger, you were amazing. And he's like, better than Goofy? And she's like, yeah. And she so- dropped out. So <laughs> just... <laughs> no. Um, so that carrot. Oh, God. <laughs> but, yeah, I... I don't know. I, cake, man. I just... <laughs> I felt cake, no... Like, I do... I do know enough about Looney Tunes. Like, I know enough. Like, God, I've been to Six Flags. <laughs> That's a yeah, joke. Yeah, I... I Okay, I think on a surface level, it is easy to say, "Oh, Roger Rabbit and Bugs Bunny are the same character." They are well, they're just the like card, they're fundamentally different characters. He is a wisecracker, like he his accent is most like he's supposed to be a scrapper from the Bronx. Essentially, is kind of like the influence of where Bugs Bunny comes from. He's always supposed he get he only he only fucks with people if they fuck with him first. That's the whole thing, like. Elmer Fudd is hunting him. So now he's going to fuck with this hun- this dumbass hunter who's messing with him. Okay. With with Roger, he's like, I just got to do silly things just for the sake of the comedy. Yeah, I These guess. These are things that are, yeah, it can be meshed together. But, like, when you really explore, like, both of these characters, they are fundamentally different. Okay. I'm just... What were we talking about that got us on the subject? I preferred Bugs Bunny to a Roger Rabbit. Okay. And I mean, he's a one-off character in this. But, okay, <laughs> why I was bringing that up is, like, the Bob Hoskins, the main actor in this, like, I do think he is the main character. Like, yeah. Roger Rabbit is just, like, his sidekick yeah. uh, for this movie. And, like, without him, I don't think this movie would have really worked. It's like that Ryan Reynolds to the P- Detective Pikachu. You take those factors out, the movie kind of... Oh yeah, if a Pikachu can't speak, like it's a useless movie. Like that's yeah. There's a reason why it uh, that like I, all the Pokemon movies yeah. actually just center around people. They're like the Pokemon are kind of or Mewtwo who can speak. Like it's right. it's uh, Pokemon right. are kind of just tools, and I they think really are. yeah. Like when you real, it's just. <laughs> It's legal cockfighting. That's all Pokemon <laughs> is. Yeah, but nobody dies. Nobody dies. Nobody dies, like Wally. They can Unless, be rehealed. Unlike in this movie, you got the dip. The dip. Kills the tunes. All right, let's get into yeah. what are our favorite parts of this movie, right? Oh, God. You loved when the tunes died because you're a sadistic fuck. I did. <laughs> when I that shoe, that poor oh, shoe man, died. That shoe. She's just n- nuzzling good old Judge Doom. Yeah. 
Uh, but I, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't have a, I don't have a favorite part of this movie. You were laughing quite a bit. I was, but I, it was all just like, I don't know. I don't know if I like just remember it from seeing it as a child or yeah. if it was just so predictable that I could just clearly, because I didn't, I remembered the main beats of this movie, but I didn't right, remember right. all the like jokes. But there were jokes where I could just immediately call out it was going to happen. And whether that's me remembering it or me just... Mm -hmm. Did you have a favorite, like, aspect of this movie? Or if it wasn't a scene, like... Well, I... Uh, um... It's... Like, did you like the noir? And did you like the... No, I think the noir no. wasn't done well. Okay. <laughs> I think... Um, I think the story... Like I said, the story just wasn't, wasn't up to snuff. It was kind of confusing and very, like localized to a point where it's like and like nobody else seemed to care about any of this and it's like why does right. why does anybody that is, care that is a good point it is weird that like um because all the other like they have other detectives and they like they're at that acme corporation they're just like fucking around with the tools as like as a foreshadow of like oh there's going to be a big cartoony battle yeah um, yeah, that was something I noticed too. I'm like, he's the only one who really seems to care about. Yeah, that. it's just um, and like even his girlfriend's just like, hurry the fuck up, get this done. I wanna, I wanna like go away with you. I don't really give a shit. <laughs> yeah, there, there was a okay. I guess we we'll just talk about more Netflix. <laughs> I'm fine with it. Um, so in this world, like. Jessica Rabbit plays patty cake with another man, and from what we can tell, that is just infidelity in this tune world, yes. I guess. Does that ever get, like, result? Nope. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> Nothing. Like, we never, it's never said, oh, she's, like, she's being forced to do this or anything like that. Or No, but, like, is that just, like, is that just, like, Roger Rabbit being so, like, the character just being so meta that it's, like, regardless of what she, like, she could have, like, actually gotten down and blown this guy. Or she could have just, like, given him a handshake or, like, played fiddlesticks I or anything. And he would have, like. to be the cartoon version of, yeah, sleeping with someone's yeah, wife. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. So, it's, yeah, I, I don't know. There's got to be, there's got to be some, like, old. Like oh they're playing the horizontal patty cake or something not not that <laughs> but like yeah. hold on but yeah I I that I was mean, never I, resolved it was never yeah. like nobody else reacted to it I thought one of the times I've watched this I thought it was like resolved that she was like forced to do that I might just be making that up no she straight up just did it that's the weird maybe she's like Roger this isn't sex stupid right. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. I mean, she's a hypersexualized like she's being. She's not bad. She's just she, drawn that way. One of my favorite lines. Yeah, so like she understands like what a sexual act is, and she knows patty yeah. cake isn't, but she already knows that like Rogers is gonna react. Okay, this is fucked up. The patty cake and the Urban Dictionary. <laughs> the sexual act wherein a woman sits on a man's face while simultaneously jerking him off. Um, that's yeah, weird. Yeah, rabbit. <laughs> Slang for sex, currently exclusively used by people who still remember who framed Roger Rabbit. Solid. Excellent. Yes, excellent. There you go. Yep. So, um, yeah, so I guess... This, this joke has new life now. I guess, but it is based solely based on city. Roger Rabbit. Like, yes. <laughs> apparently, well, let's see. There's so many people who seem to be obsessed with this because there is so much... Uh, 
Because the tunes you see, there are G and PG ratings, and they are a product of their environment. The R-rated tunes have more conventional sex, but most of them live in Japan, so aren't seen oh much God. in Toontown. What? That's a whole like Holy fan shit, theory dude. where That's this guy, amazing. yeah, this they guy. No ju- well, shout yeah, out to um, shout out what's Angeles. his name? Yeah. Shout out to Specter two nine nine on Reddit. This yeah, is dude. gonna be a t- is that he has he has <laughs> a, a whole 40s. fan fiction of Who Framed That's Roger amazing. Rabbit, where there is a world of Toon like Toontown in Los Angeles isn't the only Toontown. Or there's I mean, cartoons elsewhere. Maybe that and was the sequel that we yeah. get. So there's Toontown and there's Hentai Town <laughs> in <laughs> Japan. And then uh, Weeaboo God. Town and um, <laughs> what are some other animations? Uh, DreamWorks and Pixar World. DreamWorks and Pixar World. Well, Toontown, yeah, I guess. Um, they're separate. They're like, we don't But were they, they weren't around in the 80s, were they? Well, just think it like progresses from the. Okay, so <laughs> these they're like shanty towns. They just spring oh up. My God, yeah. They spring up, spring up just around these like animation studios. Christ. God, yeah, but that's but, pretty funny. What was his name? Specter two nine nine. Yeah, that was a really Shout insightful, interesting, yeah. creepy way of thinking about. Well, this is a creepy movie. Yes, we've. Yeah, and noticed. this guy is definitely. Oh man, it's his favorite film. Okay, yeah, he's a wacko. Um, <laughs> if anybody wants to read some wacky shit, so Spectre, this is all going Spectre, over the, like, good stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is all good stuff. God. Some of the R-rated doodles live in Cool World. What? Oh, that's an What's okay. Cool World. Cool World. Oh, gosh. Okay, I'm an animation nerd, and I know a lot of these like random ass shit. Okay, Cool World is was going to be like an R-rated Who Framed Roger Rabbit. That was going to come out a few years 1992. Later. But they, like, meddled with that so much, it came off as, like, PG-13, I believe. It oh. was, like, one of Brad Pitt's Yeah, it movies. is Brad Pitt. It's Brad Pitt, uh, Gabriel Bryce, uh, and... Yeah, it's, there's even, Kim like, Basinger. a more sexualized, like, uh, Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, yeah. So that was going to be the adult version of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Okay, so is that... Is that related to that you know of? Is was that actually like connected Re- to Who Framed Roger Rabbit, no. or was it just like it s- was similar a type of? Mo- to it was, it. Okay, yeah. and it's Paramount, so you know it's it's not yeah it's not to be so, connected. Yeah, Spencer, so. come on, they couldn't get the rights. No, that was a, oh wait, hold on, that was a different guy. Okay. That was Mythical Bird with a Y. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, this is crazy. Now um, we gotta watch Cool World. I never watched that one. Oh God, that doesn't. I yeah. heard it's pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, it has. Does it have? It kind of looks like there's like a Ren and Stimpy type character. Yeah, it's. So the guy who directed it, Ralph Bakshi, like he did a lot of like the '70s and '80s like adult cartoons. Like if you ever heard of Fritz the Cat, he's yep. the guy who made the movie version of that. So yeah, that's was a creepy ass fucking movie. Yeah. He also is known for. L- Wizards, Lord of the Rings. Ooh. Yeah, he did the animated Lord of the Rings. Damn. Yeah, he a has good a good answer. resume. Yeah, dude. he does have a good <laughs> Fritz the Cat and yeah. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Um, and Mighty Mouse. He has stuff like, there's a movie called Coonskin in there. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's the yeah. 70s. It, well, is it all about, is it about, like, uh, what's his name? Uh, who's the guy who wears a Coonskin cap? Um, of the Coon? 
from South Park? No. <laughs> no, believe it or not, the idea of a coonskin cap came up before For- the South Park episode <laughs> with that, the Cartman um, character, the coon. It's David... No, David Appleseed? Johnny Appleseed? It's Daniel... What is Danny it? Danny Appleseed? It's, it's the it's guy who was the at the Alamo. Who was at the Alamo? Appleseed. Whatever. No, Johnny Appleseed was not at the he Alamo. Was not at the Alamo? <laughs> no, it was um, Davy like, Crockett. That's it. Oh. Davy Crockett always wore a coonskin cap. Babe the Blue Ox. Babe the Blue Ox. He was, that's, he was at the that's Alamo. Ta- that's, what is it, John Bunyan? Something Bunyan? Paul Bunyan. Paul Bunyan. Paul Bunyan. That's a completely different. Those are, see. We have gotten <laughs> Johnny such Appleseed a and, yeah. rabbit hole. Yeah, a rabbit movie. hole. What a surprise. Okay, Two the, things that this movies have plenty of is rabbits and holes. They do have they plenty of holes, man. Yeah, I wonder if there was the. That was my favorite scene is the cartoon battle yeah. at the end. I mean, obviously, that's like a kid's dream. Like, yeah. that, it, who cares but, about what the. That's why. That's well, the only reason this could I be like a kid's the, movie. The tune, they integrated really well with the humans and the tunes, like, in the scenes. Like, we did notice there's some scenes where, like, oh, maybe they, like, pass this off to the intern where it's a little, like, not as good looking. But all, like, the scenes with Roger, like, they made a point of, like, oh, Eddie's always, like, picking him up. So it's like, yeah, he's in the scene. He's really yeah. interactive with it. And it looks great. Yeah. And it was really, like, um, what's the actor's name? Uh, Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins, his his like interactions were really good. He knew like where to put his hand and like how big to make. Like mm-hmm. he he did a really good job. It was kind I, of the side characters, like the um, the, the bartender. No, the Lores, no, she was she was okay too. There was a little bit, but um, the one main guy was the head of the studio. Oh, he uh, was it something maroon. Yeah, it's Maroon Pictures. Yeah. Um, yeah, but he like he was his like scenes, the typical, like scummy. Yeah, and his guy. scenes. So was Acme. <laughs> <laughs> he was <laughs> playing the nice Patty one, Cake. He was yeah. The scummy oh, nice he was like one. a drugged out. Like yeah. he's just so tripped out because he, he had was, so much money and he just. And yeah, yeah he was cartoon. Like he was a human cartoon. He was. Yeah. Uh, but the Maroon guy. Acme, and then some. MC Maroon or something. Yeah, like it was like uh, for some reason. Oh, I've never. Yeah, whatever. Then, yeah, those, those were, were definitely like archetypes of like of like yeah a noir, but also made them fit in this like cartoon world. Well, yeah, and they're also it's also like showing like this is somebody who actually cares about the cartoons. Like he basically is a cartoon, and the guy who's just looking to make money. Right, off to of make that. money. Like yep. he can pay him with peanuts. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, that's great. I looked that up. Uh, I did not entirely know this. Like the whole okay, so the tunes are supposed to kind of be an allegory for like um, black workers at the time of the 1940s. Understandable. With yeah, and I'm like, oh, that's very. Is that Subtle. okay? Is that, that like was, it was meant to be like that? They're like, oh, we it, can. That's how they it. wrote it, or yes. is it just yeah. critics saying that? Because it anything can be an allegory. Like, yeah, yeah. I I feel yeah. It's so subtle. It's done so well. I think it was meant to be intentional. Yeah, it's R.K. Maroon. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I. Uh, yeah, but he, you know, jumping back to what we were originally talking about, his interactions with, like, the animation were, were not good. Like, they were very sloppy. He kind of, like, pinched too hard. He just did, like, a full pinch sometime, and he was 
like I think he pinched Roger and picked him up or did something with him. And like okay. he he just like he didn't leave space for like oh, the yeah, creature true. that the animators needed gonna... to put in. So I looked at kind of behind the scenes of this. They did they did like make these big rubber puppets to like interact with the That's <laughs> with creepy. The they look really creepy. <laughs> and what's even kind of creepier, but also very amazing. The voice actor of Rod Rabbit, he would always be on set and he would be dressed as uh, a rabbit. What? He didn't Why? have to dress up as a rabbit. Just to get into character, he, he's like, I gotta dress as the rabbit. He would dress exactly Holy like shit. Roger Rabbit. <laughs> that is terrifying. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, I understand if you're just gonna like talk in the voice, like you're gonna say the lines and then they can. Hey, he's professional, man. You get this <laughs> I guy. I guess. He's, gonna, he's, he's not on camera. Rabbit. He's yeah. just sitting there saying the lines. It's line. pretty amazing. Ugh. Yeah. That's and very this is, Yeah, this is done all before, like, CG really takes place. Like, you know, I could see the groundwork for something like Groot and Guardians of the Galaxy being, like, used here. What? Because, like, Vin Diesel was also a character where, like... He Vin would... Diesel was a character? <laughs> or Groot was a character? <laughs> Vin so, Diesel was this character. He was this macho was dude. Set. Like, he would say, like, the voice, but they would have, like, some, like, a tall extra like would have like a Groot like head on so they'd be like oh they knew where to look and everything no I think they do a mocap like I think he was on still he was on stilts wasn't he yeah he also had like a Groot hat too he had a Groot hat it was Groot's head on his head are you sure about this because that seems because I I know they do that sometimes but they did that with uh Jar Jar Binks in uh Star Wars and we know how that turns out Misa not want to watch no, this a, movie anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah. Classic. We'll get to it, classic. people. We'll yeah, to we'll it. get to it, definitely. Um, no, so, I guess, yeah, Ryan, so... let's get into the bad. Well, did you say what your favorite <laughs> what your favorite scene was? Because we just kind of rambled I, on what mine was. But... I did like, like, this movie with the tunes that is shot very well. Like, it's very dynamic. Like, I felt there was a big distinction of when you have, like, the actual, like, cartoon at the beginning... And then it cuts to the camera, like, shifts in an angle where it's not usually would be, where it usually wouldn't be in a cartoon. (laughs) And you have the cartoon characters just interacting with humans. Like, oh, this is actually going to be shot differently. It's taking care with, like, oh, this is a live-action film now, but it has cartoon characters in it. They have to seem more three-dimensional. There is a good, just, like, breaking Um, the fourth wall of, like, going from that, like, 2d set to like right, then because they did also have to kind of like show that like, just in so this world that even though it perfect. looks like a 2d set it actually isn't a 2d set mm-hmm. it's all set up which i thought was interesting but then yeah, it kind no, of like I loved it. yeah and um, then it pans out and then you see the characters start interacting and all that scene though that's i mean you did say the fight scene at the end was that like was pretty, pure that kid. was really good because like yeah bob hoskins and christopher lloyd you take them out of this movie the movie would not be as good <laughs> Well, yeah, because then there is... Um, Christopher <laughs> Lloyd is great. Like, he, he has always felt like he's just a real cartoon character, too, in, like, yeah. most of the movies he's been in. So, yeah, yeah he's an over-the-top villain, but, like, that is completely the point. He's called Judge Doom. Well, he, he's sake. a cartoon. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's he supposed also, to be like, over-the-top. that joke, like, oh, like, why would someone make such an obvious, like, persona, like, to be evil? It's like, oh, it's because it's a silly cartoon. It yeah. kind of, like... Yeah, I guess that's my favorite part is when he gets crushed by the, the by the you steamroller and then he gets inflated. He inflates himself. Oh, that's so that, like 
creepy I, and I horrifying. I that scene particularly from a kid. That was like the one thing oh, from yeah. me being a kid that I definitely remember. Yeah. Like Christopher Lloyd's transformation. At the, that, and his like scream, his yeah. like weird, it's, amazing. it's like a creep. It's just like this. Yeah. <laughs> it's so creepy. And he pops, yeah, he pops his eyes out. and Getting that literal really daggers, good. dude. Yeah. 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 There you go. Oh God. Yeah. Okay. So, so let's get movie, right? let's get into like the bad. I guess we've covered it a little bit. Is like yeah. mine is like the story. It's just it's a story that for some reason I don't know why. Because Happy Time Murders did the same thing. Is that like why can't we move away from this? No. Why do we set cartoons and puppets and cartoons in in the like 40s. do a noir? Why yeah. are we? Why do we do that? I feel the late 80s was, like, the last hurrah for them to, like, really do that. Bef- because... Wait, we have so the Happy Time Murders, and then we have Detective Pikachu. It's not, like, the actual 40s, but it is, like, a it's a noir, like, dark, seedy underbelly of a... But the like, for- 40s, like, it's so integral to the cartoons they're presenting in this movie. What? The cartoon characters that are in this movie, like... They're, like, they're all the 40s versions. Like, Bugs Bunny looks like yeah. the way he did in the 40s. He doesn't yeah. look like modern-day Bugs Bunny. Okay. They, like... <laughs> like, this was, like, a celebration for, like, yeah, cartoon characters of that time. And I feel like if you waited any longer, like, maybe, you know, we would have gotten CG. They would have been like, oh, we're all past this stuff now. Um, yeah. This was, like, really the time to do something like this. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, but I, yeah, and I don't then, think yeah, we did. would have the nostalgia for the 40s that they had in the 80s and stuff like that, or that people oh, had in the man. 80s. I was but, cartoon nuts, so I just No, not just cartoons, though, but yeah. just like that L.A. noir, like, sort of True. thing. I feel like L.A. now, well, like... That, like, that's become such a genre thing, like, you'll see it in video games, what, there's that L.A. noir game. Well, yes, um, but that was a very specific game. But nowadays, so like, there's a lot more... I feel like there's a lot more interest in, like, modern crime drama and yeah. modern there's stuff like, like yeah, that. There's, like, a thing called, like, neo-noir, and I guess that started, like, kind of in the 70s. Like, I guess, like, Chinatown, even though it's set in the 40s, is considered, like, a neo-noir. Really? Yeah. Interesting. But, yeah. And could, that's also, like, Blade Runner. That's in definitely a neo-noir, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, Chinatown's so, a neo-noir? It apparently it has like a lot of elements that you wouldn't normally have in a noir. I can't really think of them off the top of my head. But then why does it? Why is it a noir at all? It, I mean, it is a noir. Like it is a detective story. Well, yeah, but is uh, okay. Is so noir is just also, all detective. It's it's straight also because detective. It's in color too is another factor you gotta consider because like a lot of those noirs like they were meant to be filmed in black and white yeah with all the the contrast and stuff in like um and chinatown was them kind of bringing them bring that back like but it's a modern noir so that's what i think counts it as a neo-noir okay um but so would you consider like a happy time murders which is like in set in modern times and that's yeah that's that's, that for me that's just a detective yeah story yeah, but There's what's what's separating, like I guess, uh, are well, there, there modern were, there were are there noir, modern okay. noirs? Yeah, that was a modern noir because like the main character like had that whole like hard boiled yeah. like, exterior about him. So I, 
yeah, then it becomes a kind of difficult to define. But I think it's a detective story, but it's kind of nudging you with noir elements. But it's not a full-fledged noir. So do you why do you think that they use like i said it's kind of like all these all these movies that are kind of doing something a little bit different like whether it's puppets whether it's animation whether it's mm-hmm. cgi like they do tend to lean towards like that that type of film do you, do you think can you think of any sort of reason why that would be other than it's always like one of the most simple stories and mm. you can kind of do see yeah you that's what I was thinking with Detective Pikachu. If they chose like a different storyline where, oh, we're just Pokemon and we're fighting other Pokemon, I think people, general audiences might have a problem with that. It, yeah, it is weird. Like the detective story, the noir story is such a template for films that you can yeah. kind of almost slap anything on it. And it's like, you can tell where the story is going. You're able to follow, but it, each of these movies is able to bring like what makes Pokemon special, what makes Roger Rabbit special into that mix of the story. Yeah, it's, so it's like, like you 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 know the story, you know how it's gonna play out, but you're interested in how it's gonna play out through this medium that they've chosen. Yeah, so it's almost like that's like it gives it gives you like the ability to just go, Oh, it's not about the story, it's about what we're doing. Like it's kind of it's kind of like a a trump card where it's just saying trump card where it's saying <laughs> uh build the wall and <laughs> no yeah, it's um it's saying that you know it doesn't like the reason we did this type of story is because the story doesn't matter it's about like you already know going in what's going to happen the good guy's going to win you know the like yeah i i don't know did the like the i really did like uh, Eddie Valiant's like character arc in this though like he's an alcoholic at the beginning and like it's all over the top like how he switches everything but that also goes in with the cartoony aesthetic like he gives up alcohol how do they show that he throws up a bottle and shoots like a cartoony bullet at it and the bullet comes out and like smashes the bottle that's with like not, a tomahawk no what that's not that's not him saying he's giving up alcohol yeah, no, that that's an insane that's an that, insane no. leap that's absolutely what that scene was. No, it was not. It was him seeing if he still had the chops to be a shooter. Like, if you go into any, like, Western film where it's, like, a retired Western guy, you, there's always play, that, like... It could be double play. Dude, like, you, were, you were reaching oh, so on, fucking hard with that. I think that, that is was an insane. No no, 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 no. you are absolutely it's wrong. It's a cartoon. That's how you would portray that what in was, an exaggerated way. No, I don't think that he's going to stop being an alcoholic because a part of like a cop he doesn't drink the rest of the movie right okay it doesn't matter he's doing a lot of shit <laughs> but that's, i feel that's what that scene what was. movie was that oh no that's because if you so this is a Can weird plug you not on netflix like, no not at all that's okay. a dumb because on netflix dumb, okay. on netflix <laughs> and it well it's just something that like for some reason in like old old timey movies they would do is that have this guy come out and it's always a bottle because it's like kind of like a clay pigeon and that's how such a point of him being an alcoholic in this movie that that was like also a sentimental reason to be like he's done with alcohol at this point they push so hard like that he's a fucking alcoholic through this entire film and i just feel like yeah him shooting the bottle like yeah that's him getting his aim back but i feel that works in double of him getting rid of alcohol out of his life 
I just think that that's, I think, because <laughs> a lot of those, like, they don't ever address, like, always overcoming alcohol. Because, like, that is a thing about, like, the hard-boiled and cops is they also have some sort of vice, yeah. whether it's, like, that's drugs why, like, or it, that. It was but so they don't the top, but, like, subtle at the same time. Like, you're not, you're not subtle. Really see <laughs> I, I think you're reading a lot more into it than I, even they would have done. Okay. I think they just are, it's... It's referencing something that was in a lot of old, like, mm, Western, yeah. and, like, it's, like, the old washed-up dude. I just really like this character. <laughs> no, I'm it. just saying I that, that... This is a really I, good character that, like, just worked wonderfully in this world. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> like having him arc. cure his alcohol his yeah. by shooting an empty bottle instead of him... Te- he's te- it, was, it had alcohol in it, Ryan. Look up... Look up... But doesn't... No. Look up, it's like called The Highwaymen. It's a new movie with Kevin Costner. It's about like them, like these two old to retired. Be fair, like, I understand the concept of what you're saying. I haven't seen that in too many movies. I could see them doing that, but I also feel it's this other thing. Oh, it's a full, it's in, it's such a like thematic thing is that like the old retired cop walks out and he's like looking at his gun. He's like, I don't know if I can do it anymore. And I mean, in The Highwaymen, it's such a like, it's, so dramatic dramatically played that it feels like such a parody yeah but it isn't it's supposed to oh just be how it, like so cool that okay. he walks up that, he walks up sense. talks <laughs> to these kids and he's like uh, i'll give you he's like i'll give you a nickel for everyone i hear and he misses them all like they throw <laughs> him and he misses them all and then he walks he's like shit <laughs> so he's like defeated kind of like he didn't get that moment and then finally at the end he hits like he hits oh, three in okay. a row or something and then he walks over to the kid and he gives him like two bucks and he's like this is so you don't tell him like it's like mm-hmm. it's that that kind of that washed up character who his entire life centers around this gun or like the weapon like a cop it's all about like oh the reason I have power is this weapon like the, but when we meet Eddie, like his whole thing is like he just wants the booze. He just wants to drink his sorrows away. Yeah. He's finally gotten to a point where he doesn't need to drink his sorrows away. Yeah, he's confronting his demons. Yeah. But and I don't, I, I think if you're going to argue that one of his is. confronting his demons is he's giving up alcohol by shooting it, that's a very weak argument. And it's a very weak, like, character development moment. I think he uh, over he overcomes <laughs> a lot of others like his overcoming it's, it's, of his bias against tunes yeah. is a way more relevant thing. It's a way more it's like a he, way more like comes in story thing. Like they show like yeah he's racist towards tunes essentially. He has an alcohol problem and then comes back around. Yeah, he well yeah, but I think the main thing is too like he's constantly talking about tunes and stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah, at the end of this movie, spoiler alert: there's an after credit sequence. They walk off into Toontown, and he immediately he he pulls out like a squirt bottle with the the dip dip in and sprays everybody and kills them all. It's fucked up. Yeah, there's a reason they (laughs) cut that out. But the one we watched, it was like the extended version. Check it out on Amazon. There's an after upskirt scene. You see the upskirt scene. You also see the after credit scene where he murders all the tunes and then takes the property. He and takes, builds the highway. Yeah, and builds the highway, which was such a like that's such, well, a, such a twist. 
Yeah, he rips his head off and he's Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> he's, yeah, so it turns out the entire time, like, Eddie Valiant gets captured after, what's his name, Ether, uh, R.K. Maroon gets killed. Mm-hmm. He actually gets captured and then becomes... <laughs> Judge and then Doom. yeah, Judge Doom, and so Judge Doom takes over Eddie he makes Eddie's clone body. Of Judge Doom to yep. kill the clone. Yep, exactly, and that's why the clone was cartoony. Actual, the original, the actual Judge Doom isn't a cartoon. No, he's just an he's asshole. Just yeah. <laughs> he's just a dick. Um, okay, yeah. So Wally, what's your bad thing? Um, for me, it's really hard to nit pick this movie like I do understand the whole criticism with the story I just feel if it was any more complicated it would really take away from what this story is trying to do with the whole cartoon aesthetic but to me um, the way I came about like this I was I was still comparing it to uh, Detective Pikachu and Detective Pikachu had this moment where it really felt like the cartoon where the Pokemon were integrated with the humans where you just see them coexisting there was never really any a moment like that in this movie, and I felt it was kind of, it was kind of m- missing that one moment. There wasn't like a yeah. sweeping shot of like they're on the lot, and then you just see like a bunch of cartoon characters like walking around. That's very impressive, but I never got quite the sense that this really did feel like a lived in world completely not at least to the point i got with detective i was gonna say the only time i would say there was like a really good like integration was like the jessica rabbit like that's true music scene but also you get the thing where yeah best scenes of that one creepy oh that's not one of the best scenes ryan it was really no you're a horn dog (laughs) um it is one of the best (laughs) (laughs) i jerk off to it every night um, no, I, oh, no, but even I was thinking about that scene. Cause like, yeah, I guess it was good because like, there was a lot of like, like well, the, the tune, just, like making them do work. Like they're not, re- and that goes back into, they're not equals to these humans. No, no, no. And that's even, like, that. Yeah. The, that's what I was going to say. With the, um, exactly, is that, the scene is that, you were yeah. talking about the tunes are entertaining the humans. Like it's a. It's a human-only tomb bar where the yeah. tombs are entertaining. And I think that may have been just, like, a a sign of, like, the fact that at the time, you know, that this was stuff wasn't up, issue, it yeah. wasn't up to par. Like, what they wanted to do with it, like, the full integration wasn't up to par, which is why they had to kind of make them, like, the penguins were servers, mm-hmm. but, like, their interaction was just setting a drink down on a table. Like, if they didn't uh, really, or taking an order. rocks, literal rocks. Yeah, exactly. Literal. Like, it was, it was very, it was for the character, or for the, like, animated characters to interact with the human characters. It was very low, low interaction in that scene, even though that was one of the better scenes where maybe and if again, it was a... Yeah, we're looking at this with 2019 eyes, so it's like, that was... And still is, like, really impressive, all things considered, with what they could do at that time. Yeah, but there are limitations. Like, yeah. You, you, yeah, you have to understand the limitations, and that's... I guess, yeah. yeah, we're at a point now where I'm like, oh, I can totally feel that immersion that feels like... I don't know if I said this on the Detective Pikachu, like, the kind of Star Wars, like, fantasy world. Like, you go into the cantina the first yeah. time, you're like, oh, this is a totally lived-in new world where, like, they're not really bringing attention to these things they're just going about yeah it's day. normalized yeah. but um so and i guess yeah the, the lounge scene was the only part that like really stood out to me of being that kind of normalization so would you rather have 
a movie try to be more integrated and fail or something that does something like Roger Rabbit where it's like, you know, it, it knows its limitations well, and it just sticks, it it sticks to, to them. But I'm saying that like, no, I'm saying it didn't try to innovate. It knew how far it could push it yeah. and it just went to that line. It didn't try and go past it. Which is why I, feel I would be more understanding of that, like, and now with movies, like everyone wants things to be like just big and epic, and you're not, and maybe the general audience isn't as understanding with a smaller scale or something. Yeah, like that kind of turned back. So, I would say yeah, it probably bugged me initially, but then I'd be like, oh, that was a restriction. Well, and especially, especially like I feel like if you would have seen, like, I think if they would have tried to push it beyond its boundaries it would have become way more of a kids movie even if it like the subject sure. matter stayed the same if they tried to integrate a little more if they tried to like push things a little further yeah. like the connection between the animation and the humans because it might okay. not have looked as good but kids yeah. like to overlook the whole scene like the nightclub scene and the scene where he's just walking around the lot that is meant to be the connective like oh this is a like a lived-in world sort of thing, but I just didn't get the same feeling I did from something like Detective Pikachu. No, because, and, I like, even Toontown itself, like, it's this separate entity that, like, you right. really have to They're go like, through a... Yeah. You have to go through a yeah. lot of shit to get to, to get it. To that, yeah. And so it's like... It's not like, yeah, half Toon, half real world. Yeah, no. it's like, why Why would the Toons ever leave Toontown? Why wouldn't they... Why is Jessica Rabbit doing a show in... The human world, I guess, maybe because right, they, they pay, pay they pay get, better, yeah, yeah. but um, they get better peanuts. They get they get salted or yeah, they get dry roasted nuts. peanuts, mm -hmm. dry roasted already shelled Chocolate peanuts. Salted nuts, man. Oh Jesus, um, but yeah, I uh, yeah, I guess, I guess that's yeah. Oh, what the fuck moments? What the fuck moments? Yeah, I guess Rain mine. The hyena. Oh, oh my god. Whoops. This fucking <laughs> she's a hyena, so do your best hyena impression All right now. Right. I don't know what It's a hyena. <laughs> yeah, if I could remember any of the lines from Whoopi Goldberg in the uh Lion King movie, I would say it, but Don't worry, we'll watch the new one. Yeah. Is she in the new one? No. no. I don't think so. Maybe she makes a can I don't know. Yeah. Probably not. Probably not. It's just what's his face? Mufasa's in it. Mustafa. Mustafa. Mustafa Lee's. Um Selena Hyena. That was definitely a what the fuck moment. It yeah, that's funny, is, but yeah, yeah, that even was even now watching I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's where we're going with it. That's that's what we're going version with. Version of uh Jessica Rabbit. Nice. Ugly Jesus. <laughs> the most PC term. Yes. A fugly version of Jessica Rabbit. That's what they were But, like, <laughs> that's what I don't understand, is that she could create the silhouette of Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, they can kind of morph. Yeah, okay, well, then why wouldn't she just morph into a more attractive person? <laughs> Maybe she can't hold it for long. <laughs> Man, it's just like any muscle. You just got to yeah. flex it enough, and you'll eventually it's be able muscle, to hold yeah. it for longer. <laughs> um. Yeah, so my what-the-fuck moment, I guess, is the... um. Well, the melting scene, I mean, that was very yeah. reminiscent of... Uh, I mean, that whole last scene is just... Like, it's good, and Christopher Lloyd just sells it really well. Yes, he does. Um, between him being smushed and then... Feel, oh, sorry, I'm interrupted. No, go ahead. 
the Tweety bird, yeah, like the funny. Tweety they used in this looks so fucking high, but I'm like, yeah, that <laughs> yeah. is how he looked back then. Yeah. Even the cute Tweety bird, we all know, he just got the droopy eyes. Yeah, he looks, he looks, looks stoned so up his fuck. ass. Yep. Yeah, 100%. Um, no, but yeah, the Christopher Lloyd stuff, I think, you know, it's, yeah, it's like Wizard of Oz, sort of like, I'm melting, melting, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was a cool so throwback, oh, wow. but yeah. <laughs> wow! Yeah, that, that's <laughs> so creepy. Um, I guess, yeah, from, from there, I guess we can, let's rate this, yeah, fucker, let's dude. rate this fucker. Um, so while you go ahead, I think we're already, you pretty know, I feel we, we s- should always like reiterate what, oh God. Is, okay, so, it's so it's, confusing. I don't give a fuck. I don't give two fuck or no, I fucking hate this, this movie, movie is one. Mm-hmm. I don't give two fucks about this movie is two. Uh, I give a fuck about this movie is three. I give two fucks about this movie is four. And I fucking love this movie is five. And then the in-betweens, so quarters, quarters are, quarter um, star, yeah. quarters are hand jobs <laughs> because mm-hmm. we're all about fuck in this. And, uh, and then, people. and then, Hilarious. yeah, we are so funny. So we're just the fun. funniest. And like, I know everybody loves it. <laughs> and the, the halves are uh, blowjobs. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, we right. might want to change that. Eventually. <laughs> Eventually, yeah. That's You're the one who brought up the hand jobs and blow jobs. I'm pretty yeah, sure. but that's that was after we were in Madison and talking about it, and we were a little... I was a little <laughs> drunk. And okay, let's not peek behind the curtain. Yeah, it's behind the curtain again. that, like... The wizard is still there, man. Yeah, the wizard's Carl. been jerking off the entire time. Christ. He will talk eventually. Yeah, we uh, gotta get him on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, we do. Okay, so Wally. Okay, ahead. so I'm gonna give this, I give two fucks about this movie. And the flaws do kind of fall into what we kind of said about the story. And it's just, we're looking at it with like fresher eyes. It's like it doesn't quite hold up as much as maybe it did back in the day. But there's still plenty where I'm like, I could really recommend this to anybody. I do personally think it's a great family film. Um, there's like there's a lot of intense moments, but it's just it's such an inventive noir. I think it's a good like bridge to get people into noir. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed this movie. Okay, so uh, yeah, that's four out of five. So two fucks. Mm-hmm. Um, honest, like thinking about this, I don't know who I would ever recommend this movie to. Okay. I don't know who I know personally besides you, Walter. Because, I mean, Carl... Someone who gets really stoned. Carl even <laughs> didn't see it. I don't yeah. even think this would be a good stoned movie. <laughs> to really? be honest. Yeah, okay. I just don't. I, I, maybe it's just me personally, but when I get stoned, I... Jesus. If I <laughs> theoretically get stoned, not this is not... Yeah, I've never, I never, I don't, do, I don't touch the stuff. You don't touch that jazz cabbage, I'm, the devil's lettuce, none of it. Go on, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you, Wally. Um, I, I'm not going to be like, you know what, I want to throw on a noir that isn't, because uh, I, isn't like, the, I, I, I guess I did laugh at certain points in this movie, but I didn't think it was that funny. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, I thought, like, some of the stuff was well done, mm-hmm. and it was kind of cool. But I didn't think it was that funny. And, that's fair. you know, that's just kind of my feeling about it. Um, yeah, I don't know who I'd recommend this to. Um, most of the people who, if I were to recommend this to somebody, 
they've probably already seen it. Yeah. Um, and I, I just go see Detective Pikachu instead. Well, the thing is, like, I think the only people who'd really have any interest in seeing this nowadays are either people that are our age who watch it when they're kids and it's just a nostalgia thing. Do you feel like, I don't know, I feel like 2D cartoons are coming, are kind of coming back more to the forefront. Like, we kind of saw that with Into the Spider-Verse. It was like a good mix of, like, yeah. 2D animation with 3D. So it's like, I still think there's a market for that. And at least looks-wise, like, I think this holds up really well. On the aesthetics, I will defend it. See, I don't think any, like, adults are going to want to watch this movie necessarily. And that means it's just going to be put on the forefront of, like, kids and teens. And sadly, it is so behind the time. Like, it's still, yeah, it holds up pretty well from what we remember it as. Mm -hmm. But it's still pretty behind the times for what kids are watching nowadays. And, I mean, Jesus, Rick and Morty even... And, like, kids watch that shit, which yeah. is fucked up, and they yeah, probably don't, don't understand watch. a lot. <laughs> but um, it's mm, it's way okay. darker than this. It's, like, it's not, it's not doing the same thing, but, like, I think animation in general is just leaning darker now, and then kids are watching it more and more. So then this would yeah. be almost, like, too tame for kids nowadays. So unless you're going to show it to them very, very young, <laughs> and yeah. then it's just getting into, like, a weird... I think that's a fair point. It's, like, showing kids nowadays maybe, like, early Simpsons episode. It'd yeah. It's tame compared to, like, what even the Simpsons are now or, like, Family Guy or something like that. Yeah, because... I think that's a fair... Because the first Family Guy, I think, is... Oh, I can't remember what it is. I think... No, it's it's one of the first ones where he does like the reparations thing. He finds out he's black, and then, oh my god, yeah, and then he just <laughs> yeah, he throws true. money out of the Goodyear blimp, Christ. and it's like that's that even is pretty tame. I mean, some of the like yeah. God, they eat in American Dad, they eat they, two people. What? No, Family Guy, they eat they eat a whole family, and then in American Dad, Don't they, they eat, eat a like girl. A brainless horse in Family Guy, they have like. They eat a him? mentally handicapped horse, I thought, that they eat at some point. I don't remember them eating him. I just remember him God. saving Peter. Jesus <laughs> Christ. But, uh, <laughs> so insane. But, um, yeah. no. Yeah, I think you've made your point. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I give a fuck about this movie. Okay. Like, it's middle of the road. I don't want to go any yeah. lower because I think it did do good things for the time, but I don't think... You I think it's bump a bump it up with a hand job or a no. job, I guess? No. <laughs> I, I think it's... It, it has gone into the realm of being solely like a nostalgia slash like oh recognize where we once were sort of thing. I mean, are okay, you when I, are I you gonna watch this movie again? Probably. When? Um, I'll show it to people who haven't seen it yet. Okay, so would, like, like, so you won't you won't put, seek like, it out. Like, you will you will put it down there to show people who haven't seen it. In order to I express... Would, I could see this being something that I watch like every like three or four years. I could see that. Okay. So that, I think, is pretty frequent. When was the last time you watched it before this? Uh, maybe like six years ago. Six years. Okay, Five so that's... That was in 2014, 13? Yeah, it's when it, it what was we, on what uh, we Netflix. Do, it was? Okay. Yeah. So I mean still that's that's like a pretty big gap. Um I'm trying to 
And maybe I, it can I, just I be me. I feel th- this movie is definitely up my alley. To well, the point and where I'm like, I would love to share this with other people and definitely see it again. Yeah, and maybe it's, it's not one of my like all time favorites, but like I'm definitely gonna see it again at some yeah. point. Yeah, and maybe it's it's just gonna be me on this because um, we know Carl's never gonna be <laughs> impartial uh, about his ratings. I mean, what did he? He gave it a. Three, he gave it a three and a half, but um, oh, yeah, I'm talking right. about like like if there's any like he gave John didn't he give John Wick like a five or something? No, we talked him down to a three and a half on that one. Okay, but like he gave Princess Bride a five. He did. And well, I gave Godzilla a five. That's the thing <laughs> is that like I'm going to just that's that's what I'm saying is she, I'm going like, to be the one who's going to have to be just like as partial like I i'm going to God, break it down yeah. as much as possible <laughs> yeah. because Godzilla, that was an easy freebie for me to get that one to five that's not gonna happen again no i i gave i gave godzilla a five too you gave um, it a four did i i thought yeah. i gave it a five you gave it a four. Oh, okay Switching it now well no we can't we can't go back we're not changing our scores um but uh so in total what this is like a three and a half or this is a uh, so Carl gave it a three. Yeah, it's three and a half. Okay. Um, so that's a good score. I mean, yeah. yeah so I uh, from now on, mine maybe will be lower, but maybe it all depends. It dep- yeah. But it depends I'm just going to like <laughs> yeah, I'm going to leave you guys to be just like the full, especially for these rewinds. There's gonna be a lot of nostalgia. That's true. A lot of you people guys, rating things. We should always preface that like yeah, we're like this nostalgia clickbait. That's probably why you were watching this episode in the first place. Yeah. And, who framed Roger Rabbit. and I mean, even even some of my picks for the rewinds, like I under like Princess Mononoke, it's my favorite movie of all time. I would say it's or at least one of them. And a lot it's of the really time, good. really preachy, really good, really good. But it not as pre. It's it's all of Hayao Miyazaki stuff is super preachy. Like yeah. even Spirited Away, God, the whole thing is that like the river spirit is angry because there's there, there's more, crap that was in his a river. Side plot though. But then there's three other side, like the the river. Is it the river spirit? But then it's also the river that the girl that she fell into. Like there's a lot of like net. It's like protect the natural world sort of thing. But that isn't the main story though. Well, no, obviously, but that's also not the main story of Princess Mononoke. I think he's trying to get a curse lifted. (laughs) And it just turns that really, out that it just that throws really, him they, into... That might be the main plot, but that really takes a sideline for We Gotta Save the Forest in that movie. Yeah, but that's like, it's a shift halfway through. Like, it's, it's for most of it, like, he doesn't care what happens. He doesn't care, like, what he's doing. Oh, right. He's still, he's, he's just trying to solve this problem, and he kind of grows, he kind of becomes more of like a, like a warrior for protecting the environment in realizing that like this curse is something that's also plaguing the rest of the world like it's okay it's not like yeah yeah i gotta watch that but (laughs) but i will say and i don't know i i haven't seen the blu-ray version of it but the i have the dvd version and even that there especially in the first part of the movie there's scenes where the um the main character is riding on his like horse type Mm -hmm. creature and uh like gazelle looking thing yeah um and he's running through the forest and it because the frame rates for these tvs are so high and because the frame rate on the actual original original movie was low yeah 
you just it like it almost looks like it skips or it like oh, freezes. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, or it freezes or something. Like it does that's not look like good. A lot of the problem with anime is like they'll like have one big scene that's animated really well, and everything else is like animated on lesser frame. Well, I will say that's the only scene that's in that movie, even with the DVD that I saw it being a problem. I that's mm. why I kind of want to okay. see it with the Blu-ray and see if they fix that or if it's maybe just the DVD because the DVD is only, I think it's a 720p resolution okay. DVD instead of a 1080. So mm. I wonder with the Blu-ray, which is going to be higher. Indeed. Yeah. it. Oh, man. That would probably be incredible. And all the issues would probably be, you know. Yeah. But there are, there are times, even in that movie, which I would say is my favorite movie. Mm. That yeah, don't. these are like, I mean, we did this whole rewind thing because we're like, yeah, we want to review new movies, but we just love movies. So obviously, we picked a bunch that we're just well. We want to so show partial with. We want to show because like our because there are I don't think here. I don't think I've seen some of the movies that you put on there. I don't think I've seen yeah. some of the movies Carl put on I there. I haven't seen <laughs> Prince of Persia the movie. Oh, <laughs> which Carl put on there, so. yeah, and you know what, guys, you we really need to. We really roll for the next rewind. The, oh, it is here. We really yeah, need first. Yeah, we need to. Uh, we need to see. That's one of those movies where it's like fourteen. Let's see, Secret of Nim. Ooh, hell yeah. Okay, yeah. Good. This I'm super excited for this one. That is such a good movie. Um, this might be a five. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I, I I completely uh, agree. I mean, like I've as a only kid, seen this movie once. I saw like when I was like. In my early 20s, and oh, like, shit. I had seen like parts of it like every now and then. Like, it reminded me, I'm like, oh, it's like land before time, but like with mice. And then I saw the whole thing, I'm like, there's a lot going on. And yeah, and things. like this movie, it's a sci fi movie, yeah, technically. Yeah, because yeah, they're like on. mutant rats mm -hmm. from this laboratory. But this, um, this movie, I would say, was probably one of my first brushes as a child with like the idea of my own mortality. Oh, wow. <laughs> because, like, the kid at the beginning being sick, like, this right. gravely ill kid that she's on this journey to help cure him, like, it's it's very dark, it's very moody, it's very, like, emotional. Like, yeah, there, I would say this this might be one of those movies where I just have to give about, it... Oh, we got... Ryan can't be by his roll the dice. No, but it's... Up, boom, <laughs> gotcha. But I... Well, I... I need to see it again because yeah. just like as a kid remembering this, I remember having like a visceral reaction to like being worried about this kid. Violent, dude. There's like yeah. stabbings in this. Oh yeah, sort of thing. it's yeah. like yeah, it's it's like Hamlet but mice. Yeah, it's just mice super violent. Okay, guys, that was a good episode. We're yeah, at a yeah. we're at a good time. Um, and fuck so off, yeah, guys, fuck off. Say it again. Fuck off. Okay, he's got to close it.